welcome to the um, November podcast. Um, I think I'm going to like this one because um, this is a podcast where I'm going to actually uh, make a prediction. Um, you can come back to me in about six months' time and say, you were totally wrong, Graham, you were totally wrong. But uh, hopefully I'm not going to be totally wrong. Uh, that prediction, well, you'll see in a bit later. But basically, we're looking at the bottom of the Spanish property market. Some people would say, no way. And I've been called badly on this on Twitter this week. But I think the bottom's here. Yeah, we're also going to talk about um, some great deals we got at the moment, and we're also going to talk about uh, things that have been going on in Valencia. Valencia became the um, the sports capital of Europe over the weekend, although some people might not have noticed it. Um, Andy Murray won the first Valencia Open. Uh, the Valencia ATP uh, Tour came here. Uh, well, the tennis ATP Tour came to Valencia, and Andy Murray uh, won the first tournament um, in the fantastic new Agora Building. Now, the Agora building is a stunning new piece of architecture, another one done by Santiago Calatrava, um, and it's just a brilliant place to have events. But there is a little problem with it, of course. They, um, they've spent, I don't know how much it's cost, but we're talking like in the millions, millions, millions. So anyway, fantastic new building, the Agora, uh, for all sorts of events, but there's a little problem. There is not one event planned there. Uh, apart from the tennis, I think next year is coming back. But um, apart from that, there's not one event on. There are no concerts. I don't know whether the acoustics would be good for concerts. There are, there's no theatre. One of the newspapers here this morning was actually asking people what they think they should do with it. And some crazy ideas came up. Um, but, you know, you would think that if you're going to build a building that must have easily cost a couple of hundred million, uh, possibly more, you'd think what you were going to do with it. But um, it doesn't seem that the uh, local and regional government of Valencia really think about these things. But that's getting too political anyway. So uh, let's get off the political. Let's get on to what we're going to do, the main part of today's podcast, which is going to be, is the Spanish property market touching the bottom of its cycle? So is it? What do you think? Well, I've, I'm suggesting that in certain areas of Spain, the, the reductions in the price of property are stopping now. I think that you're always going to find a bargain from a desperate seller, and there's plenty of desperate sellers around. But I don't think in certain areas there's going to be a generalised drop in the prices. Um, the official figures at the moment only represent about... 16% drop from peak, but that's not true, and uh, the official figures are absolutely ro- load of rubbish in Spain, um, but anyway I'm seeing that what we've got off peak now is around 30 to 35% and that is exactly what the OECD said that would happen in Spain that the prices should drop about 30-35% before things get competitive uh, again. Now what's happened is that um, Lots of people that I've got the property selling, they've got the prices even lower than that because of the difference between the exchange rates. And remember, I've gone for this niche market where British-based sellers are selling and they can use the fact that the pound is very low in order to sell at an even lower price. So if they bought when the pound was around 150 and they're selling when the pound is around 110, obviously they can knock 20% off their price compared with uh, sellers who are keeping the money in euros and still come out even. Now, if they knock 20% off the price and they bring 35% down from the top of the market, um, you're looking at a decent deal. And things that are going to be at the bottom of that um, of that bell curve, which goes either way. Now, here's the thing. 
I do not expect prices to rise. Don't get me wrong here. I'm not going to be an estate agent who says, yeah, yeah, buy now because things are going to go flying up in price. It's not true. Things are going to stay around this for the next couple of years, in my opinion. There's too much unemployment in Spain. It's uh, 20% and it's still going up. There is too much of an, uh, disparities in the economy. There was too much corruption. There's probably still too much corruption. Um, and... Until things get better in those areas, well, I can't see prices rising. Now, the only thing that will make prices rise is if the Northern European countries get back into positive growth and people wanting to move away. Now, one of the things that I've read recently is that despite all of the economic problems and everything in the whole of Europe, and despite the fact that you know you don't see much else apart from really, really bad publicity about Spain, or about any country really in the UK, one of the things that people still want to do is they aspire to retire abroad or to have a home abroad. And where they aspire to have that home has gone back to being Spain, Portugal, France. Italy to a certain extent, not as much though, but Spain, Portugal, France. Um, as we've passed peak oil more or less, Spain, Portugal and France are a bit easier to get to and are going to be a bit cheaper long term than buying uh, in the places that became fashionable in the last boom. I also think places like Bulgaria have totally shot the boat now. Um, Spain will always be Spain, it's a home from home. France will always be France, it's very close to the UK and it's also a home from home. Portugal, bit posher in certain areas and you know again has got its attractions even if the sea is extremely cold but you know those three countries are always going to have some sort of tourism from the uk and some sort of house purchasing from the uk and northern europe So what do I mean? The moderate seller sets the price. If you've got 100 properties that are all the same and 90 of them or 50 of them are for sale, uh, well, which is the cheapest one? Well, let's say you go there and you're looking to buy. Some guy's asking 100,000 and you say, well, I'll give you 80. And he says, okay. You go to the next door neighbor who's asking 90,000. You say, well, if that guy next door has uh, accepted 75 and he'll accept 70 off you and so on and so forth until you get to the most desperate seller who wants, you to, who wants to sell it to you at 50. So if you've got a property in those sort of areas, you've got a difficulty in selling it, of course. Yeah. So it might be better to look at other options like renting out on a temporary basis, obviously, or renting out on a long-term basis. But if you're going to do that, look into the laws and look into the declarations because it's quite difficult to do now in certain areas. You can do it if it's your own house, but if you've got any form of shared um, facilities, you've got to be really careful about renting out. Probably why, what you're asking here, more than anything, is why do I think in a country with 4 million, 4.5 million unemployed that prices are not going to go down any further um, in certain areas? And those certain areas are named now. Uh, the big cities, um, the north coast, and some of the medium-sized cities as well. 
which are well communicated. Um, let's look, for example, Barcelona, Madrid, Valencia, the three biggest cities in Spain, and to a certain extent Bilbao, the fourth biggest city. Um, what you're looking at is prices have dropped to a level where if you purchased at the moment um, to rent out, you would be actually earning money uh, on a monthly basis because your mortgage at 100,000, for example, is going to be around 350 to 400 euros a month on current interest rates. And your income from rental, assuming you rent out on a long-term basis, is going to be a minimum of 500, 550 euros a month. Yeah. So therefore, eventually people will say, well, this is a decent deal. I, I can do some buy-to-let, which previously wasn't possible in Spain because the rental yield was very, very low. People were actually just hoping for a capital gain. So now you've got a decent possibility if you can find that absolute bargain to get a decent uh, rental yield. The other thing is, of course, if you find the bargain on the coast and manage to do some really good marketing of your property, you can also make some money on that now because the coastal prices are so low. But you've got to be really good on your marketing because there's so much availability that, again, people will just look round and offer you really low amounts. But people do like going on holiday. And after our famous... Um, UK weatherman this year said it was going to be a barbecue summer, so people decided not to actually um, book holidays abroad. And then there was a mad rush to book holidays in the last half of, of August because it wasn't a barbecue summer, famously. Well, after that, you can see that there's always going to be a demand. All you've got to do is tap into that demand. thing I really wanted to talk about was um, visits. Um, the last three weeks have been mad, absolutely mad. I'm speaking on the 9th of uh, November and it's um, it's late. I've just watched the Liverpool match. We've only got a draw against Birmingham and even had to resort to a dive in the area to do that. I don't like that at all. Uh, but I've got to say, the last three weeks have been absolutely mad. I had um, 10 clients through the doors in eight days, and then I had seven clients from another agent in two days for a property that I had in Laliana. And then I had another three clients for a property in Valencia from the same agent, and uh, both of those properties sold. I had another property sold as well, uh, so three sales in a week isn't, isn't bad going. Um, but the number of clients, it's, it, it was back to the days of 2003, 2004. Now we're going to say the good old days or the bad old days. I don't know, but you know, we were looking at what is really a, a good time uh, for the number of people coming in to visit and being able to find properties. Not, not only they interested them, but they made offers on and they've been able to uh, well, purchase, in inverted commas, because they put a deposit down on them. Um, why is this? Well, as I've said, the prices have come down to a level now where people are interested. The sales, if you want to call them that, um, and the offers that have been made are half by Spanish people and half by um, people based outside the country. That's Dutch, French, um, uh, Armenian, I think one guy is, and English. Um, all of the uh, offers are quite interesting offers for the owners and we're currently in negotiation with a couple of owners over certain properties we'll see where it goes but the last three weeks have been absolutely hectic the rest of november looks quite good um as i say prices are right now um yeah they could go down even more i don't i don't think they will in this particular area but they're at a level now where you can pick up a good bargain from a motivated in inverted commas seller
So what else can I tell you about things at the moment in um, Spain? Well, banks, my favourite bugbear. Um, I've decided that banks don't really give that good deals. Uh, I think I said this in the last podcast. Um, you're much better getting a getting a property off a motivated seller who's changing the money back into pounds than off a bank because if the bank has got a good deal, the bank employees take that good deal. And if the bank employees don't take that good deal, well, somebody who's an investor and has got the Spanish enchufe will take that good deal. So there's not that much good stuff that comes from banks that's second-hand. There's some decent stuff that comes that's new every now and again because if they've got about 10 properties, 15 properties in a block, which are all the same, they haven't got the investor who wants to take all of them on. They've got one here, one there, another one there. So some will be actually left. Got a good example of that this week. I'm going to see some properties um, at the end of the week with Caja Murcia. Um, now, these are some properties that are up in uh, Rafael Buñol. And we're looking at a three-bedroomed flat, um, duplex flat, with a terrace overlooking a pool. And the pool belongs to the flat and the other flats in the block, of course. Uh, it's on the metro line into Valencia, uh, about 10 minutes away. And... We're looking at a price of 130000 They're asking, now I've been told, unofficially of course, that we might be able to get a discount on that. Uh, if you get in touch with me, I'll tell you what it is, but I'm not going to put that um, online because somebody might get in trouble for it. Uh, but anyway, I know we're going to get it for quite a lot less. Um, they've also got two flats down near the port, which are second-hand ones. Now, I looked at them on Friday last week and... Sorry, Thursday last week. And on Friday, one of them sold immediately to an investor because it was a decent deal. It was 75000 That's cheap. But it was a fifth floor flat without any lift. So it's good for the backside. It's good for your energy levels. It's not good for someone who's just about to retire, possibly. Um, but they've got another one down by the port, which I'm going to see next week. And um, the interesting thing about this one is it's had um, squatters in it. So they're desperate to get rid of it and therefore might accept a very low price because it needs doing up. Now remember what I said about banks and lending in the last podcast. Banks will lend on their own properties a lot more generously than they will lend on properties for other people. I heard of a case recently where the bank actually stole the client off the estate agent to sell one of their own properties rather than one the estate agent had brought in. Hopefully that's not going to happen here. Uh, But what you've got is that banks want to get rid of the stuff that's on their books. They really don't want to give money for things that aren't on their books because they've got such an overhang on their own books. This eventually might mean that you do get decent deals from banks because eventually the employees of the bank are going to have got their properties, the investors of the banks are going to have got their properties, and they're still going to have an overhang and they're going to want to get rid. So nearly the last thing today, I wanted to have a talk about um, one thing that's very important. Uh, the brilliant feedback I've been getting from my audiobooks off the people who've bought it and the people who've listened to it. Um, we've had a couple of issues. Um, one person said that one of the interviews was uh, the recording quality wasn't the most fantastic in the world. Uh, the reason we did that on a three-way call is a bit more difficult. And one person said that the interview that we got with a lawyer was extremely boring and the reason it was extremely boring was because it just talked about process process and more process but it tells you exactly what you need to do uh, in order to um, get a property and get things going through Um, but anyway apart from that um, some of the 
uh, feedback we've had has been absolutely excellent. Uh, you may have noticed, uh, for those of you who already bought it, that we put an extra interview into the uh, feed the other day. We put a 17th interview in, um, and that was about uh, currency transfer and saving money, a lot of money uh, compared with the banks. And I know that one of my clients, after listening to that and actually uh, doing negotiation with the bank, he actually saved himself... Um, six thousand euros on the actual transfer compared with what the bank were going to give him or rather he got an extra six thousand euros in his account but he also played off a couple of um currency companies against each other and got another 300 euros off there by going for the best deal with one of the companies so he's a he's a happy bunny at the moment he's also extremely happy because he bought a place that he really loves um and another thing is that the interviews that people have been listening to they've just been saying it's fantastic this has given me such a brilliant way of actually moving forward in spain i was thinking my options were limited on what i could do over in spain and for certain people their options might be limited if that's the mindset but for others um listening to this has just opened the mind to doing okay well what can i actually do in spain and there are so many options. I mean, we've got interviews on there with people who do wine blogging and make money from that and uh, consultancy to wine, uh, to wine companies about social media. We've got interviews with a podcaster who actually makes money by doing podcasts online. We've got interviews with people who work for others, like the um, guy from the currencies company. You, what you really need to know is what people do here, how they got here, how they made the mistakes, how they, made, how they got things right. Um, all of these things are contained within these podcasts and they've been put together into an audiobook, which is a fantastic product. And remember there are two things about the audiobook which are very important as well. One, you buy them, you get a free half hour consultancy with me about any aspect of uh, your property purchase. And whether that be property purchase be in this area or any other area, whether you're using me or you're using somebody else. Um, the two, I think I've done two um, consultancies so far. And they're both extremely happy with the results of the consultancy. Um, the other thing is, of course, if you do buy a property from us after um, actually using um, buying these audiobooks, you get a huge discount. Uh, 500 euro discount is a nice little discount for you. And also, if you're on our mailing list, and you can get on our mailing list at the website, uh, housesforsaleinspain.net, and I'm not going to put all hyphens in, but there's hyphens between each word. Um, get on our mailing list and if you actually buy this and then buy a property off as well you'll actually save yourself 600 so it's a nice little thing also if you use this for any sort of consultancy services you'll uh, save double your money back whatever you actually pay for the product now the product you can get at 47 euros plus VAT of course and you can get it from our website at houses4saleinspain.net or you can go to success.houses4saleinspain.net and have a look on the if you really want to know any more about it, for more information, uh, get in touch with me on Greyhunt. That's G-R-A-H-U-N-T at gmail.com. Greyhunt at gmail.com. And just while we're on the subject of contacts, uh, apart from the email, you can also get in touch with us on my phone, uh, which is uh, plus three four for Spain, and then nine six one six six two eight nine two. That's plus three four nine six one six six two eight nine two. Don't take offence if I can't take the call. My um, often help with clients at the moment, and there's a lot of phone calls coming in. Uh, just get back to me uh, later. Send me an email. Tell me to ring you. Give me a number that I can ring you on. Uh, my Skype number is Graham VP. That's G R A H A M V P. And if you want to get in touch through Skype, that's fine. Again, remember 
it also forwards to my mobile. So I'll be able to listen to you through my mobile as well on Skype. Sometimes the line gets a bit bad on that, but anyway, um, let's see what happens with that. Uh, see how many people get in touch in that method. Um, you can always get in touch with us through the uh, main website, which is uh, 3Ws and then valencia-property.com. Um, and you can get in touch through any of the other websites we do. Um, the blog is housesforsaleinspain.net. That's housesforsaleinspain. has got a hyphen between each word, .net. And you will find loads and loads of information. And we take that information up a level on the autoresponder, on the um, what's known as the newsletter, where we give you a free ebook, free report, and lots of free information. Yeah. And obviously, what I want you to do is buy a property with me further down the line. So that's why we give away all the free stuff, just so that you feel obliged. Nah, that's not true. It's uh, just so you build up the confidence in our services. Okay. So anyway. It's been great speaking to you again. Um, this is the sixth or seventh podcast, I think. And hopefully you'll have enjoyed it and you'll get back to me very, very soon. And we'll show you a house which you buy in Spain as well. I'm looking forward to it. See ya.